It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It is the Wednesday Groovathon known as Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. Got my man Chad Brown in for Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. I have a daughter. I'm a girl dad. Chad, how many kids do you have, by the way? I have two kids, and I am also a girl dad. Okay, so now we need advice for the boy dad in the room known as Shannon Penn. Our producer is going to the Eagles-Giants game this weekend. He's bringing his talented son, Braylon, to the game. Shannon told us part of our meeting today, because anybody who knows, if you go into Philadelphia territory, you do not wear the colors of the opposing team. It's like a crip walking through the neighborhood of blood or the blood walking through the neighborhood of crip in Los Angeles or in Southern California. Yet, Shannon Penn, Chad Brown, is going to have his son Braylon wear a thick Giants necklace like he's trying to reunite Public Enemy and Flavor Flav into the band. Shannon, why are you doing this? Do you not love your child? Freddie, for the amount of money that I pay for these tickets, I'm going to wear whatever the hell I want to wear. Not Braylon is as well. Oh, we're not, going whoa, to, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. You watch me. Big bad and bold right now. Watch me. Shannon's oh. going to come up with a body bag. Oh, come on, Shannon. <laughs> nah, nah, but for real, though, like, like we're Braylon with his chain. It's going to be like Debo on Friday. I'm going to have Braylon tuck, tuck his chain in. Okay, yeah, 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 because he was talking that noise in the meeting. Oh, Braylon can wear what he wants. And Chad and I was like, you have really lost your rabbit behind mine now. <laughs> Man, we got my control over those Eagles fans. <laughs> yeah, maybe one or two of them, not 70,000 of them. Come on, Shannon. When I was a Pittsburgh Steeler, we went and played the Raiders in L.A. Uh-huh. I'm a Southern California guy. Right. So I got tickets for all the family. Good. My grandmother, who the previous year, I got her a Pittsburgh Steelers cardigan, as you would for a grandmother sure. or grandfather. You don't get them a jersey when they're in their 70s. I got my, uh-huh. her a cardigan. Right. She was wearing her Steelers cardigan, and uh-huh. there were Raiders fans threatening to uh-huh. do bodily harm to my grandmother uh-huh. in a Steelers cardigan. Uh-huh. So, Shannon, don't put your son in that situation. Seriously, if you really have been, this is for the children Christmas Day. Don't do that to your child on Christmas Day. You know, yeah, you're going to be like DJ Pooh's dad. Like, I don't know why you come here messing with these people, Shannon. <laughs> You want some of this too, old man? No. Good. (laughs) See, this public service message brought to you by dads known as Chad Brown and Freddie Cohen for Shannon Penn to make sure. The last thing we need is violence on Christmas Day. Yes. Seriously. That's that's the last thing we need. Any kind of violence. Even a criminal stay home on Christmas Day. Don't be that criminal Shannon Penn to do that to Braylon when you go see the Eagles play the Giants on Christmas Day. Now, wasn't it the Eagles fans who booed Santa? Booed Santa. Yes. Okay, so there we go. I yes. mean, we, we've, yeah. we've established the, the yes. level of yes. Philadelphia fandom. Yes. These are the same fans that when Clinton Portis, when he played for the then Washington Redskins, and he was giving the Eagles that work, and his mom is in the stands with her son's jersey on. Portis, number the whole nine yards. And a fan threatened her. 
because her son was giving him and his team that work. And she says, that's my son out there. I'm Clinton Portis's mother. And he said, I don't give a bleep who you are. If you don't take that jersey off, something bad's going to happen to you. And she said, what? This fool rolled up on Mrs. Portis, and she got the two-piece combo with mashed potatoes, gravy, and also coleslaw. And they told Clinton <laughs> Portis, you better get in this dance. And he said, why? He said, your mom is beating up Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, what? They said it took every Washington Redskins player to keep him getting in the stands to help out his mom. These are the kind of fans that Shad is thinking, I ain't afraid of them. Me and my son will be okay. We're your chain proudly, Braylon. This is the kind of thought process, Chad, that we cannot have and have the children suffer because of the sins of the parents. Yeah, we are thinking about you, Shannon. We're thinking about your son. This is (laughs) advice. Thinking about you, trying to take care of you, put you in a good position, my friend. Thank you. We're we're here for you, Shannon. I stand on business. (laughs) You're going to lie in a body bag. You keep it up. (laughs) Be a part of Freddie Harry Nation. You can do that on the Dr. Pepper line. Hit us up at 888-ESPN. That is 888-729-3776. By the way, ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season or us saving the life of Braylon Penn. When it comes to the delicious taste of ice cold Dr. Pepper, it is the one fans deserve. Now we help Shannon Penn with that then I call that parent thing. It's time to get to the... The main thing, the main thing. 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 The main thing with Freddie and Harry. Chad Brown in for Harry Dulles. Joining me, Freddie Coleman on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Got this great tweet from my man, Andre Munford, hitting us up on Twitter at Coleman ESPN at Chad Brown 94 saying, good afternoon, guys. Can't wait for the show. And I hope John Moran can get his life together. Amazing talent on the basketball court. That is to the 25th power, Chad, when we saw what we saw last night. It's one thing to be suspended for 25 games. After whatever was going on in his personal life outside of the basketball court, the NBA had enough of that nonsense. This was the little interpretation of conduct detrimental to the league, not just the team, to the league. So they sat him down for the 25 games, the first 25 games this year. It's one thing for him to start and be out there, Shannon, and his coach said, go out there and have fun. But to do that, Chad, when it came to 34 points, eight assists, six rebounds, and hit the game-winning shot, and you had not played in one NBA game all year, no matter what you think of John Morant before that game or even after, that is something that could really have a rootable factor for him to try to put all of that and keep all of that in the past regarding him. An amazing performance. An amazing performance. In a league where load management is a thing, for him to come back in game one and <laughs> yeah. put it down like that, 27 of his 34 points scored in the, in the second half, uh, three go-ahead scores in the last 90 seconds. When you put it down like that, it speaks to this guy's talent level. It speaks to the athleticism, the the skill, mm-hmm. uh, the, the deference his teammates showed him in that moment. There was a play drawn up for a teammate, and nope, that teammate said, you're taking this shot, John Morant. So that kind of understanding and confidence from his team on game one speaks volumes. You mentioned Desmond Bain, the person you're talking about, the Memphis Grizzlies, because on that final play, John Morant was going to defer, and Desmond Bain said, bro, are you kidding? Ja came up to me and asked me, he was like, you want to run a post-up for Jaron? And I was like, no. Like, we about to get you the ball. I'll be spaced. If you ain't got it, throw it to me. I'll shoot it. But... Other than that, go score the ball. You know what I'm saying? Go win the game. Desmond Payne, you ever see the movie Hoosiers? 
when they yes. di- when they directed a final play, not for Jimmy Chitwood, and they just stand up and look to the side, and he goes, what's the matter with you guys? <laughs> Jimmy Chitwood said, I'll make it. Desmond Bain said, we got Jimmy Chitwood. We don't need to diagram a play for Raid or for anybody else. Get that guy to basketball. But it also shows exactly what kind of person, even with all the stuff that he's been involved in, off the basketball court that took him off the off the court for twenty five games. It shows what kind of not stroke he has in the locker room, but what kind of duty is that Desmond Bain said, uh uh-uh, no 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 no. We believe you're gonna make this play. We have that kind of trust in you. We've been waiting for this. We're not gonna take away that moment and we can live with the result, no matter what that turned out to be. And it turned out to be a great result, not just for John Morant, but for Grizzlies team that was six and nineteen coming in and now the seven and nineteen going out. Yeah, it's got to be a huge lift to that locker room when your superstar comes back and he comes back in that kind of, of fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of positive feelings out there in, in yeah. Memphis based on his return, what he's able to do. Now, you know, it's got to stay healthy because when you come back and you right. die fully into the action like, as he has, mm-hmm. soft tissue injuries, things like that can come up. So now it's about, okay, we've had the splash return. Now we've got to manage this return for the next right. week, 10 days, two weeks, make sure this guy's getting his legs underneath him. He needed an inhaler a couple times on the sideline last <laughs> night. The effort was, you know, so much for a guy who's been out for 25 games. Um but at the same time, again, the good feelings in Memphis, the confidence that comes from his return. Uh, I'm not saying they're going to light the league on fire, but they right. certainly have needed this shot in the arm as evidenced by the record you just talked about. For those who don't know this, and you played 15 years in the NFL, high-level play in college football, what is the difference between being in shape but being in pro game shape when it comes to John Moran? Oh, there is – there is there. you can do all the conditioning you want – you can do all the exercises. You can do, if it's basketball, you can do all the gassers. You can do all the touching lines and coming back. You can do all that stuff. But there's nothing like playing in the game with somebody pushing on you, tugging on you, grabbing your jersey, mm-hmm. fighting for rebounds, all that stuff that's almost impossible to replicate in the conditioning and practice process. So, yeah, you can be as dedicated as an athlete as you possibly can be. Right. Those first couple games back, you are going to be gassed. There's simply no way around that process. Chad Brown and for Harry Douglas. Join me, Freddie Coleman and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Whether you're an NBA fan or not an NBA fan, you can feel any way you want. But what are your feelings on John Morant making that return that way after being out for 25 games and then he comes back, hits the game-winning shot with 9.6 seconds to play. They were down by 24 points to the New Orleans Pelicans. They went at 115-113. to 113. First game-winning buzzer beater of his career. What are your feelings a little bit now about John Morant after seeing that, after being out for 25 games? Let us know on the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. Meanwhile, John Morant, what do you have to about? What do you have to say? Excuse me about what you did being that lion for the Memphis Grizzlies last night. Obviously, you know I've been prepping for this for almost eight months. It's been eight months since I played a game. I'm confident, you know, in the work I was putting in and trying to be in the best shape possible to go out there and you know be able to you know be out there for the guys. As far as the you know going down early, I kind of expected it not to be down, you know, like twenty whatever, but I kind of expect it to be like some, you know, jitters, you know, guys not knowing what to do. Obviously, I haven't been out there for 25 games. You know, they had a style of play they had to adapt to, you know, without me on the floor and, you know, me coming in. Obviously, you know, I don't want to, you know, change nothing up, but I also have to be Ja. He's special. There's no doubt about that. When you're that kind of special, it is going to be magnified when you're not going to be there. Just doing that in his first game back, where they basically said, we know you're gassed, but you got one more in you, right? He said, just give me the ball. (laughs) 
Just give me the ball. <laughs> just give me the ball. You know, whatever inhaler he had to breathe into and have that good air go in and that bad girl go, bad air go out. When he is doing that, that's special. And just think about it. He's from a town, Chad, that's no bigger than your living room. Maybe 3,500 people in the town he grew up in. It was a case with John Moran that he had a chance to grow up too fast, where you go from a small town, then Murray State, to the NBA, and superstardom. He literally did that in about a four-year period. There are a lot of people that would lose their minds if that happened in over a 10-year period. Not excusing what he was involved in. Not excusing what he put himself in the middle of. But when you have moments like that, I hope he remembers that moment to say, I could have this thrown all away if I don't make sure that I straighten up and fly right. I cannot allow myself and my family to have ourselves in that position again. And he's young enough where he can overcome that, not to play at the end of his career looking for a second chance. Yeah, I think when you have your professional athletic career mortality flash in front of your face, um, it's, it's got to give you some pause. And I know there was back-to-back, well, not back-to-back, but closely timed gun incidents that uh, led the league to the suspension that John Morant uh, was missing the, the first part of the season because of. Um, so hopefully this time off has given him some time to re- reflect upon all that. Right. Look at, you know, I could miss out on all of this. Mm-hmm. The amazing joy that he had last night. You know, that joyous locker room that he returned to. Yeah. to. To have that never happen again due to basically some behavior that, that no one in society is going to, you know, mm-hmm. say that's okay. Right. I know maybe a, a part of your upbringing, a part of the hood where you come from, but sometimes in life it ain't where you're from, it's where you're at. And you are in the NBA, John Morant, and there's a certain standard mm-hmm. for that. There's a certain way that you are supposed to conduct yourself. So hopefully he realizes that and get himself on the right path because as evidenced last night, the talent is there. The amazing skill set is there. Maybe one of the best slashers to ever be in the NBA. In just his first game back, he had 12 layups, dunks, and floaters, which is the most by any guard in any game this season. So (laughs) his first game back, he already does that. That's the kind of talent this guy is. Mark in Miami, what do you got to say about John Moran's return and it looked like that, including hitting the game-winning shot? What you got to say on the Dr. Pepper calling line at 888-729-3776? Yeah, what's up, guys? What's up? Yeah, to me, I remember him back in high school when he was uh, some open runs out here in South Florida. Everybody's like, who is this kid? It's John Morant, and he was never highly recruited, and that's why he ended up going to uh, where he did because none of the big schools believed him because he's only a freight guy. He's about 6'2", but he's only like a buck fifty. But in terms of Ja, if he keeps his head straight and narrow, hopefully now I think adding Marcus Smart, uh, a great leader, a guy who's a no-nonsense guy because Memphis didn't really have a leader, and bringing him in to mentor Ja, I think it's going to be huge for him. Uh, if he does, he's one of the most uh, electrifying athletes in all of sports to watch. Guy's incredible. He does something every game that takes you out of your mind. Remember seeing him against the Miami Heat, man. He's the guy's just incredible the way he can get up and dunk on people and make these uh, around the back passes and triple through guys. So if he does keep his head straight, guys, I think he can win win multiple titles in Memphis. But he's got to keep his head straight, and I think Marcus Smart there having mentored him is going to be good for him. So. Mark, real quick, what was it like seeing John Morant like that? Those open runs down in Miami. Oh, it's incredible because, like I said, he's a, he's a small, freight guy, and he's going up against these athletic, huge guys, 6'7", six, 6'8", six, plus 250, and he's just putting people out of his mind, those high-level tapes where he's going up just dunking on people. It's the way he can just get through the lane, dribble through guys. It's incredible. You see it nightly in the NBA. This guy's just doing a high school. It's just funny that he was never highly recruited, and that's why he ended up going to a small school because nobody thought he could do it 
in D1 ball. So mm. I remember him, man. Hopefully he keeps it right, though, man. This kid has can be an all-time great if he does, like Iverson. Troubled guy who, who found his way and became an all-time great. That's fantastic. Can you imagine you sitting in my own business and this blur is just dominating? Guys are like, who the hell is that? Where did he come from when it comes to John Ryan? That must have been impressive to see that back then. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, special athletes like this, they, you know, they've been special for a while. They've been right. making people sit back and go, oh, my goodness, mm-hmm. for a, a long time. And so, yeah. yes, as evidenced by the, the caller, this is a guy who's been wowing people and leaving people's uh, mouths open for a long time. Scott in Baltimore, what do you got to say about John Morant's return, especially hitting the game-winning shot after being out of the first 25 games of this NBA season, my friend? Go ahead, Scott. Let's move on from Scott. Let's go to James in San Diego. James, what do you got to say about John Morant and the return he had last night after missing the first 25 games of the NBA season? John's got a simple uh, simple thing. He's got a God-given talent. And um, if he can basically transform that God-given talent and get into his own head and basically run the right way, he'll be fine. You know, he's a, he, you know. There may have been a reason why he wasn't heavily recruited. Maybe some recruiters saw some things that we're now just starting to see with the lack of immaturity, you know, the lack of maturity, I should say, that he's probably had for a while. I'm not going to get into that because I'm not going to say that James is right or wrong because I don't know recruiters see. I don't know recruiters have had a chance to understand about John Morant. I do know this when it comes to John Morant. Talk about a guy that was in a great situation. He was part of an AAU summer camp, and a scout from Murray State was looking at somebody else. He was thirsty, and then he asked, okay, where can I get something to drink? And they said, oh, there's, right before you get to the other gym, there's, there are vending machines right there. So he goes over there to get something to drink and something to eat, and he hears this commotion at the other gym. He goes over there, and there's Ja Morant, who no one was recruiting, just lighting people up. When it comes to that, he said he got on the phone to this coach immediately, who's now the coach of LSU, Mark McMahon. And he says, dude, have I got a guy for us? And he said, when you see him, he's going to be terrific at Murray State. What if that recruiter, what if that assistant coach wasn't hungry at that moment? Can you imagine how much that future could have been changed potentially for a guy that is an NBA superstar, almost throwing it all away at a young age? But what if that fortuitous situation had not happened in favor of him if that coach decided to stay put? and not go to the vending machine and hear what's going on at the gym across the hall. That story makes it even more important that John Morant recognizes the opportunity that he has in front of him. Because if not for these little small life moments, these little sliding door moments, Mm -hmm. he would be stuck back in that tiny hometown that you were talking about. Instead, he's an NBA superstar who has a chance to make his team a perennial playoff team with his play and his leadership and literally almost threw all of that away. So that moment from last night, which I'm sure he will remember forever. Mm -hmm. We talked about forever moments on the show yesterday when we were talking about – who were we talking about? The – oh, we're talking about Drew Locke in Seattle and those kind of memorable forever moments there. It's a forever moment for John Morant. And again, it, it, again, it should be one of those moments where you look back at, okay, it's been a rocky road up until this point, but I will never, ever lose track mm-hmm. of what is important and what keeps me here. Hopefully he can make that kind of vow to himself. No doubt about that. By the way, Dalzell, South Carolina is the hometown of John Morant. Population 3,175 people. Mm-hmm. To go from that to where he has been and where he is now in a short amount of time. John Morant, I know I'm not your father. I'm going to tell you something. My dad, Freddie Coleman Jr., told me, son, 
those streets are undefeated. That should be a life lesson, not just for John Morant, but for anybody, whether you're an athlete or not. Don't forget ESPN Radio has you covered with the NBA when it comes to Christmas Day. All the coverage you need begins at 1130 Eastern time in the morning with the Milwaukee Bucks at Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena, that take on the New York Knicks, the NBA on Christmas Day right here on ESPN Radio. So we heard John Morant saying this about what he did last night. Obviously, you know, I've been prepping for this for almost eight months. It's been eight months since I played a game. A former NBA player will really share how incredible that performance really was. Stick and stay with Chad Brown and Freddie Coleman and Freddie and Harry. And this is ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Morant in the lane, spins, hangs, floats, it's good! Zero's on the clock, Morant wins the game in his return! Basketball is, you know, my life, what I love, therapeutic for me, and I'm just, you know, excited to be back. It is the Wednesday Groovathon known as Freddie and Harry. Chad Brown in for Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us. Presented by Progressive Insurance and Sirius XM Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. After what he did last night, John ja Morant. First game playing in the NBA this year. Suspended for the first 25 games. 34 points, 8 assists, 6 rebounds. His first game-winning shot ever. After they were down 24 points to the New Orleans Pelicans, they went 115-113. John ja Morant said... Obviously, you know, I've been... 
prepping for this for almost eight months. It's been eight months since I played a game. Let's talk about how remarkable that was in other NBA matters with a man who played in the NBA for 10 years. Now does a great job as the color analyst with Houston Rockets on TV. He is the Ryan Hollins. Always blessed to have him. He's the FOS friend of the show that joined us here on Freddie and Harry. Ryan, we heard that cut on 92.3 ESPN in Memphis. 34 points, 8 assists, 6 rebounds. But what is the real story, in your opinion, how remarkable that performance was by John Morant in his first game this year in the NBA? Man, I thought it was an excellent um, outing in the sense of we need to see Ja playing basketball. You know, we need to see him doing what he does best. Um, he's such a talent. It's, a, it's great for the NBA. But I think all the positive pub that he can stack together and do this for a couple years, you forget about those silly incidents. Uh, it, Freddie, we know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. It was really silly of him. We don't want to go backwards, but we've all been young at one point in time. I say this also. I'm <laughs> glad my Rockets were able to avoid him twice. But um, you have to be ecstatic for Ja. I don't think anybody thinks he's a bad kid. I think he just got up. He just got had to experience life. Um, but that team is poised for him to go off. And I think it can really, really be a redemption year because they are missing Clark. They are missing Steven Adams. Uh, uh, you know, Bain was trying to do everything he could to carry the load. But it's in, in terms of Ja Morant, him on the floor, the NBA needs Ja Morant. And I don't want anybody to forget that. This is the guy that the NBA was looking to carry this torch to, whether it be Z- Ja or Zion. And obviously – with all due respect, Zion's got to show us a full season healthy. He's got to show us a, 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 one of those blowout playoff performances. And, and I think everybody's going to be in on him. But right now, Ja was the guy, so to speak, outside of Luka Doncic and an American more ball player that we want to give the league to. Ryan, uh, there's long been the conversation about Steph Curry being one of the best shooters in NBA history. But now, does it, is it fair to have the conversation shift to, is he one of the best to ever play the game? I think he's definitely one of the best to play the game, mm-hmm. but that list gets short because the, 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 <laughs> it, we're not going to put him ahead of LeBron. Right. Uh, uh, 90% of y'all don't agree with me when I try to put LeBron over Michael. Well, I don't and, agree. And, and he ain't going to be he ain't gonna be above Kobe. And then you got we give an honorable mention. Hold on to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So I, I think the proper respect is given to Steph. I know from knowing Steph, his humble beginnings, his personality. I think he like man, do what y'all want with that. I'm I'm comfortable with being who I am, mm-hmm. and I still think the verdict is out to say he's the best point guard ever. Now, we can agree to disagree, but he's going to have to challenge that Irving Magic Johnson. And Irving Magic is like, yo, if y'all not throwing me in that debate anymore, okay, because at one point in time, Freddie, you remember this, my Magic was the GOAT. Before yep. Michael took it, Magic mm-hmm. Johnson was the GOAT. That's yeah. how he was referred to. So I think ultimately at the end of the day, I think let's, let's challenge that best point guard ever. Great stuff by Ryan Hollins. Played 10 years in the NBA. Now a color ounce for the Houston Rockets on TV. Hit him on Twitter at the Ryan Hollins, joining Freddie Coleman and also Chad Brown on Freddie Harry on ESPN Radio. The, the reason that Chad Brown asked that question, Ryan Hollins, is because something that Shaquille O'Neal, NBA Hall of Famer, said last night after Steph Curry and Golden State called it a comeback, down by 17 to the Boston Celtics. They win in overtime. He was unbelievable in the fourth quarter and in overtime. And that led Shaq to say this on the NBA and TNT after that game. I'm wondering. 
Not saying, I'm just wondering because he's been consistently the best shooter his whole career. I'm wondering is it time to start putting him as the best player of all time? Best player? Over You put him over you? In, in, in the conversation. I'm asking you. Yes. You put him over you. Okay. You yourself Way put better. Steph Curry yes. over you. Yeah, that, this way he's my favorite player. Cause I'm not saying favorite. Played, he might be my favorite too, but I'm just asking you I think played, he's better than you. I played 20 years, watched 20 years before that. I've never seen a guy like him, and he's doing it consistently, and he has championships. You put him Maybe over Michael. No, I don't, no, I'm not putting him anywhere. I'm saying, okay, you know, for all the children, Chad, is it time to just put him in the conversation? I think, I think, I think he's a. Uh, I'm asking the fans, is it time to you know start putting him in the conversation as well, I'm one a of the best players ever? That was Shaquille O'Neal and Kenny Smith last night, Ryan, and the NBA and TNT. Okay, join that conversation, Ryan. What are your thoughts on what those two had that back and forth about? I mean, I, I think. Um, after Stephen A. made his comment saying uh, essentially that he should be blamed for his leadership, mm-hmm. I think one of the challenges is that we need to have more respect on Steph Curry's name. And because of the accomplishments that he has had, but at the end of the day, no, I don't put him in the greatest conversation, but I think greatest shooter, that respect has to be there. I think at the end of the day as a world champion, I don't. I, I think people throw rocks at the throne unnecessarily, but I think Steph is what he is. But I'm not going to put him – in the, in the Magic, in the Michael uh, conversation, in the LeBron conversation. And we've even seen when he's paired up with LeBron James, Steph Curry had a better team, mm-hmm. okay? He had a better system. He had a better culture. LeBron was LeBron. Lebr- it was LeBron and four other guys. Now, if we said it was Steph Curry and four other guys, I think that challenge would be there. But as far as Steph's longevity, man, he, he's in that Hall of Fame. And think back to Magic, like we said. Yeah. Magic Johnson went out and was like, man, has he topped the things I've done? All right, so <laughs> let's take another dive into this, this Steph topic here. Mm-hmm. You talked about some of these all-time greats. What makes Steph great besides the shooting that would warrant him being in those names we just talked about? They're never going to talk about this, but his humility and his leadership. Mm-hmm. Everybody could not embrace a Kevin Durant coming to your basketball team and allow Kevin Durant to be as great as he is. Nothing in Golden State works without Steph Curry. He right. sets the culture. So remember San Antonio, you know, they're what, what darn their two decades of dominance? Mm-hmm. That don't work without Tim Duncan. From day one, Tim Duncan set the tone. I'm a buyer of what Pop wants. We're going to win. When it comes down to longevity, I'm going to take less money, and, and we're going to get championship after championship and be competitive, competitive for championships year in and year out. That is what Steph Curry's done. And I think this last championship that he got added to that legacy. Right. But the tough thing is we'll look at Steph as more of a team and culture guy rather than essentially the guy. With all due respect. Ryan Hollins played 10 years in the NBA. Now is a Houston Rockets TV analyst joining us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio with Chad Brown and Freddie Coleman. A guy that is not there is Draymond Green. His absence, we don't know when that is going to run its course and he gets back on the basketball court. But I'm a firm believer in this, Ryan, that this gives an opportunity to the Jonathan Kamingas of the world and also Trace Jackson Davis, who have played really well in his absence, to all of a sudden maybe not saying they need him, need him, but they won't need him as much, especially when he could have been getting in the way of their playing time and their development. What are your thoughts on that? Man, it, uh, for one, it hurts not having uh, Draymond out there, and it's the next man to step up. I, I, I mean, with all due respect, Dr- Draymond had shown 
in last year's series against the Kings where he, you know, did a number on Sabonis <laughs> and other numbers in which we right. won't talk about that. That team is not the same without him. He's an emotional leader when it's time to go and win. Draymond is going to be prepared and ready, and he's one of the best ever. We're going to put him in that Dennis Rodman uh, conversation, and I think he, he, he's earned it. He's controversial. He's in your face. But when, when, it's, when it's money time, money green time, uh, he, he, he's ready to go. Um, and I think with those guys – they have to be winners. In Golden State, they don't care if Kaminga or Wiggins has 20 points in a regular season. Can you go on the road right. in the NBA championship and go get a win? Mm-hmm. Are you going to make little plays? Are you going to go blow up a team scouting report? Are you going to uh, you know, sacrifice so that Steph Curry can go get his 30 or 40 or 50 and set screens and, and get him open? There's so many little things that Draymond does. So I think – it's imperative that one of those guys step into their own in a scoring aspect because, in my opinion, they're really, really missing what Jordan Poole brought to the table. But they're, in a sense, in a somewhat better place without the immaturity. And I think Jordan right. Poole is going to have some growing to do. But they need scoring out of those guys. But I don't think any of them can replace what Draymond Green brings, brings to the table. All right, Ryan, coach me up. When the Clippers got James Harden and they got off to the awful start, I felt completely justified in my <laughs> – anti-James Harden stance. I felt completely justified. Now now they're turning things around. So coach me up on how they've been able to do that. Man, man, when, when we got a chance to see him, and I think that I saw, we saw a glimpse of the best version, mm-hmm. and I don't think a lot of people had respect for the Houston Rockets at that moment in time, but right. James Harden was facilitating as a point guard. Paul George came out on fire. When he cooled off, it was Kawhi Leonard's time to take over. Norman Powell was diving on the floor. Terrence Mann was picking up full court. And, and James Harden hit the big shot when he needed to. Um, you can, I think they have the most talent in the NBA, mm-hmm. top to bottom by far. No one can question that. But I think what people have overlooked is that it actually fits. And then you come off the bench with Russell Westbrook. I'm going to say it again. You come off the bench with Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. So right. I think by far is the best team top to bottom. Um, I, I think Daniel Tice adds an element that they were missing, that kind of a rim protector, high IQ, backup big off the bench. But in terms of James Harden, he's here. I, I, James Harden's IQ does not get enough credit. But I think the challenge where James appreciate guys like you, my brother, mm-hmm. is that guys did not believe in him. So he's a motivated James Harden, and now you're asking him to just go out and facilitate. And by the way, what the heck is going on, guys? Kawhi Leonard is playing game after game after game. Yeah. Okay, my, might we add? Yeah, no <laughs> doubt about it. Ruka, before we let you get out of here, how did the Houston Rockets go from a team that's 22-60 and 60 last year to 13-11 and 11 this year? It can't just be adding Fred VanVleet or adding Ume Odoka. You see this team each and every day like you saw them last year. How does that team go from where they were to where they are now as a team on the upswing, not on the downstroke? Freddie, it becomes very simple. Culture. We play the right way. Uh, Coach, I'm going to give you three things. Ime Udoka is the best coach in the NBA. I challenge anybody else to see him on a night-to-night basis and see what he brings to the table. Okay, Okay. so he's brought culture. Fred Van Fleet moves the basketball, makes sure it gets moved. We run plays. And there's low turnovers, okay, when he's in the game. Right. And the hot hand gets the ball. He plays basketball the right way. And Dylan Brooks is the defense. Three, three simple things. He made the culture. Fred is the offense. Dylan's the defense. Mm-hmm. And he's been infectious and just so amazing for this organization. I'm talking Mr. Dylan Brooks. We call him Mr. Dylan Brooks mm-hmm. for the way he's been playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not Dylan Brooks so far this year. He's been exactly what they've needed and also been able to keep things 
on the up and up, which has not been a bad thing for the Houston Rockets. Like we mentioned, he's an FOS friend of the show. He's a brother of the show. Let's call it as it is. Played in the NBA for 10 years. It does a fantastic job as a color analyst on TV for the Houston Rockets. He is the Ryan House. Always a pleasure to have him joining us here on Freddie Harry with Freddie Coleman and Chad Brown. Always appreciate my brother. Much love as always. Have a great holiday, Ryan. Thanks so much. Hey, man, y'all don't cool off now that I'm off the show. Y'all been oh, on no. fire. Don't let me mess things up now. Oh, no, 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 no. You, you, brought, you brought it to a nice lack of respectable level. Let's put it that way. All right, <laughs> 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 <Let's go, Ryan. laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Ryan. Man. Oh, he's always, always fantastic. Like I mentioned, you have NBA League Pass. Check him out. He has a fantastic job as a color analyst for the Houston Rockets. He is Ryan Hollins. Joining us here on Freddie and Harry. Chad Brown, hit him on Twitter at ChadBrown94. He's in for Harry. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me on Twitter at Coleman ESPN. Back in the National Football League. What does drinking wine have to do with the Pittsburgh Steelers trying to find their way into the playoffs in 2023? We'll take a sip of that glass next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Blue in St. Louis. My boys, what's the word, man? What's been going on? I'm so glad to be talking to y'all. I love y'all's show, bro. Y'all get me through that late part of the day. Harry, you hilarious. Freddie, bro, you just keep bringing the knowledge, so I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing. We appreciate you for the kind words. Thank you, my man. Yes, sir, always. He's Chad Brown in for Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman on the Freddie and Harry Wednesday Groovathon. Thanks for being allowed. Thanks for being a part of it. Allowing it to be a part of you on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Wait until you hear what Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver George Pickens had to say about maybe the culture of Pittsburgh Steelers right now and why a lot of people may be wondering, maybe this could be the time for Mike Tomlin to be pushed out and have somebody pushed in. But Mike Tomlin trying to make sure the Pittsburgh Steelers getting into the playoffs, and not have a losing season, he decided to invoke the drinking wine defense. Every week in this league, uh, one week you're drinking wine, the next week you're squashing grapes. Obviously, we've squashed a lot of grapes of late, 
Um, I'm interested in a little wine. Okay, let me see. So I'm interested in drinking wine. Um, I don't want to squash any grapes. I want more wine. Okay, got it. So that's what we're seeing with the Pittsburgh Steelers right now, Chad Brown, an organization that you played for. How desperate does that sound from Mike Tomlin as getting that message to his team to get their you-know-what's in gear to try to find a way to get into the playoffs in the AFC? Uh, Mike Tomlin is a walking soundbite, so I'm not surprised to hear him come up with something like that. I'm sure it's not so uh, clean and publicly arable behind the scenes. This team has fallen into some into some rough times, and more mm-hmm. than just the results of the games. I think you are, as a Steeler fan, willing to accept that every year cannot be a, a great year from a record standpoint. Right. But when we are seeing the culture slip, when we are seeing the standard not be met, when the coach who practices and says all the time the standard is the standard, that's why it's the standard. When the standard's not being met, then that's where the all these feelings are coming up. Mm-hmm. That's why the, where the concerns about Mike Tomlin's ability to – be the captain of the ship for much longer uh, is is Tomlin the guy who to be able to be able to move this franchise forward? Right. Well, that's where all these questions are coming from mm-hmm. because the standard of play again, separate from the wins and losses, right. but the standard of play is not being met. What's the old line? You know what it looks like, but you know what it doesn't look like when you don't see it. That's where the Pittsburgh Steelers are right now, and especially when George Pickens, their wide receiver, there's no question the kind of ability and talent he brings to the table, but it was circled. There was one play where he wasn't blocking on a run play towards the goal line when they had a chance to lose the Indianapolis Colts over the weekend. He explained it by saying that he was trying to avoid an injury, and that's why he stopped blocking Indianapolis Colts cornerback Jalen Jones to the goal line. He said, and I quote, I was just trying to prevent the Tank Dell situation. For those who don't know Tank Dell, the outstanding rookie wide receiver, he was injured blocking on a running play for the Houston Texans, got knocked out for the rest of the season. He said the same thing happened to him. I ain't want to get an injury. When you stay on the block too low, you can get ran up on very easily, end quote. Brooke Pryor, ESPN Stewart's reporter, when she was on Green with Mike Greenberg, she says that the media is not the only people criticizing George Pickens for saying that. It's hard to hear that and say, yeah, he's right. Because that criticism, the call's coming from inside the house. Mike Tomlin is the one that said just two weeks ago that George's frustrations and emotions were a problem because they were, quote, not solution-oriented. And a lot of the criticism that Pickens has gotten have been from former players. If Pickens did not have that kind of ability and talent, Chad, there's no way the Pittsburgh Steelers are putting him on the football field. But when you're not a desperate organization that I thought would never, ever say about the Pittsburgh Steelers. You made that things like that and comments like, then slide, like that slide when you might not have done that not too long ago under Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh. This is the organization which Heinz Ward was a part of. Maybe the greatest blocking wide receiver of all time. And if you're curious about what the standard is for a great blocking wide receiver. You don't have to go far if you're George Pickens. Mm -hmm. You don't have to walk around that facility. And I was just there this summer at the Steelers facility. There are pictures of Heinz Ward on the wall, not just catching passes and scoring touchdowns, but delivering crushing blocks because that's the kind of player he was. That was the standard for being a Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver. When I was a Pittsburgh Steelers with Bill Cowher as the head coach, a lot of these young receivers would come in, and the first thing that Bill Cowher would do was put them on special teams mm-hmm. because that was a way to test their 
physical desire to play the game. Right. And he could figure out who was going to be a dog as far as blocking in the run game. Okay. Who was going to help Jerome Bettis get 100 yards? So let me put this receiver's as special teams guys. So before Yancey Thigpen left and went to the Tennessee Titans for a big money deal, he was a special teams performer right. for Bill Cowher and the Pittsburgh Steelers before he became a Pro Bowl wide receiver. And that was the process there when I was a Pittsburgh Steeler. Okay. So now to see these clips, again, knowing this is the Steelers, the home of Heinz Ward, the greatest blocking receiver of all time, the standard is not being met in any way. And if you're George Pickens, if you're worried about getting injured in the NFL, then maybe this is not the sport for you. <laughs> because the threat of injury can happen on any play, whether you're blocking, catching routes, whatever that is. And I understand. He's like, oh, I saw that happen to Tank Dell. I don't want that to happen to me. But you can have the best technique in the world. And Tank Dell was in proper technique on that blocking play at the goal line. Those things can happen in the NFL. Those things will happen in the NFL. There's only so much, and Chad, you know this, that you can avoid certain injuries at certain positions doing certain things. The fact that that's still flying in Pittsburgh and George Pickens will probably be starting on Sunday in Pittsburgh for that organization may say a lot about that culture that has changed and not in a good way under Mike Tomlin this year. Chad Brown in for Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman on Freddie and Harry. And this dude has no chance of being the NFL MVP this year, no matter what he does in the final three games. We'll tell you who that dude is next on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.